Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco. The Orange Unified School District in Orange County has become the sixth in the state to require that parents be notified when their child identifies as transgender. The unanimous vote came late last night following hours of public comment. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Motion passes. This comes a day after Rockland Unified in Placer County passed a similar measure, and after a judge this week halted Chino Valley Unified in San Bernardino County from enforcing its own parent notification policy. Now let's turn to the world of electric vehicles. California is set to scale back its electric car rebate program to focus more on low-income car buyers. CalMatters environment reporter Alejandro Lasso explains. California's current EV rebate program will end when it runs out of money this year. Then the state has chosen to only offer subsidies to lower-income car buyers. Income restrictions to qualify for the rebates are going to get a lot stricter, cutting off some middle- and high-income buyers. The program has given out more than a billion dollars worth of rebates in the last decade. Now the state wants to focus entirely on giving money to people who are the least likely to afford electric cars. CalMatters' own reporting has shown big gaps in EV ownership. We analyze zip codes with the highest and lowest EV ownership rates, and communities with mostly white and Asian high-income residents had the highest concentrations of these cars. The state plans to ban new sales of gas-powered cars by 2035, and this mandate will only work if electric vehicles are affordable to everyone. That's CalMatters' Alejandro Lasso. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. 
And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Pickleball is the fastest-growing sport in America. And according to some neighbors, it's also one of the loudest. Homeowners in the San Diego region and across the country are increasingly taking legal action to resolve pickleball noise disputes. KPBS's Scott Rod has this story. Hi, nice to meet you. Jay Glazal moved into her Carlsbad home about six years ago. She was drawn to the Seacliff-gated community for its tranquility. And then... Two years ago, (laughs) they started pickleball. Oh my God, it changed my life overnight. Pickleball, it's a game similar to tennis that's played with paddles and a hard plastic ball. The community's tennis slash pickleball court is about 60 feet from Glazal's bedroom window. No one's on the court this afternoon, but she reenacts the sound for me. Pop, 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 pop. You know, and it can be up to eight hours a day seven days a week. She says the noise pierces through her double-paned windows. She works from home in the evenings and tries to sleep during the day. But the pop popping often keeps her awake. She says it's even started affecting her health. I would get these splitting headaches. um, And then my blood pressure started going up. And this was the only consistent irritation in my life. Glazal recently filed a lawsuit against the Seacliff Homeowners Association. She wants pickleball banned from the community tennis courts and is seeking $300,000 in damages. A representative for the Homeowners Association declined an interview request. This lawsuit isn't a one-off spat. As more and more players pick up paddles, clashes over pickleball noise are happening up and down California and around the country. Our firm has handled upwards of 25 separate cases. Nicholas Kaplan is a partner at the real estate law firm Lubin, Pham & Kaplan and represents Glazal in her lawsuit. From Sacramento down to Chula Vista, Orange County, Los Angeles County, San Francisco County, I could go on and on. Some of his clients have taken on homeowners associations, while others have challenged cities and counties that allow pickleball in public parks near homes. Kaplan says while some cases go to court, most are settled through mediation and often result in an outright ban on pickleball in a specific location. I have nothing against the sport. But what I do believe is that it shouldn't infringe on somebody else's rights. Since many of these disputes arise when a nearby tennis court is converted into a pickleball court, many people ask, is the sound that much different between the two sports? Yeah, quite a bit different. Lance Willis is the principal acoustical engineer at Spendarian and Willis Acoustics and Noise Control. The Tucson-based firm has handled roughly 80 pickleball noise consultations around the country since 2010 including ones tied to lawsuits. He says with tennis, A strung racket does not radiate sound very efficiently. And a tennis ball is soft. It's, uh, it has a rubber outside. You just don't get as much sound 
With pickleball, where rapid-fire points are exchanged at the net, it's the popping sound that the hard ball against the paddle makes you know, that causes a, a great deal of distraction for uh, people that are close to the courts. Willis says that sound can tear neighborhoods apart. It is kind of sad to watch in some situations because it, it really, I have seen it divide communities right down the middle. Five, six, one. At Gershwin Park in San Diego, a regular group of pickleball players are trying to find common ground with neighbors to avoid that kind of division. Bob Scheibel lives in the neighborhood and plays pickleball most mornings. We try to be as, as respectful as possible. Beyond that, I don't, I don't know that there's an easy solution. Scheibel says the long-term answer may be found in embracing the sport's exploding popularity. As the city develops more public courts, uh, it will lessen the impact on individual neighborhoods like this one. Yeah. He says more places to serve, slice, and dink means spreading out the noise, and hopefully keeping pickleball on the playing courts and not in the court of law. For the California Report, I'm Scott Rod. And that's the California Report for Friday, September 8th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org The Wesley Foundation, investing in California's underserved children and youth. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.